0: Love, talk Radio.
1: You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at HelpForHD.org. To watch us in person, find Help For HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help For HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
0: Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Huntington Study Group. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today we have the amazing Katie Jackson on with us to talk to us about um, the National Sheriff Association uh, conference that her and Katrina went to um, and to give an update on that. Katie, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much
2: for having me and talking about what we just experienced and seeing. Um, we uh, were able to this year get a, a grant for our law enforcement education program from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation and Neurocren. And uh, with that money, we have been able to send um, Huntington's families across the nation law enforcement kits that, you know, have flash drives full of videos and uh, education content uh, for law enforcement and first responders, as well as our detail stickers um, that can go on the car or your front door that um, gives a couple symptoms listed about HD in case someone comes on your car in crisis um, uh, because of a car accident and a caregiver is not able to speak. And then um, also the, of course, the ID cards that you can put in your wallet um, or purse. And then with the rest of the money we get to um, go attend live events where we exhibit and we educate law enforcement um, and first responders about HD so this was our very first education event back since COVID uh, which is really good to be back um, and educating uh, for sure and uh, so this one took place in Phoenix
0: in Phoenix nice place to be and how was uh, how is but... the uh, response from everybody? You know what? It was actually
2: really it was really great. It's so funny because to be an exhibitor at like one of these type of meetings, the majority of people are trying to sell them stuff. So they're trying to sell them guns or equipment or special like different like technology tools for law enforcement. So uh, walking through the exhibit hall, they're really funny because they, they don't like to make eye contact, really. Um, so we actually have to go and grab them. And once they, we get them to the table and we start talking, then they're really, really appreciative, and they're really excited to learn more when they realize we're not trying to sell them anything. So um, this one was for sheriffs, and we reached over 110 counties um, throughout the United States. And which is huge when you think about that impact for one event. Um, there were 2,200 officers, but um, we, we did come in contact with um, a lot of different officers from the same department, uh, but the sheriffs were all all present. And that's who we tried to kind of get to the most because they're the final say. So we wanted them to say, put this in our CIT uh, training. And um, we were really lucky that that majority of them were very, very uh, thankful and wanted to learn more about Huntington's of course a couple of them said they they'd been in contact with someone with Huntington's um or they knew someone within their jail that had Huntington's because this is the sheriff so they do um they do actually have the jails so the the police department CHP for California or any highway patrol or a trooper they actually don't have the jail system that falls under the sheriff's department so uh, we were actually – so to me that's a really big impact because not only do we have um, the people that are on the streets that are patrolling, but we also have the, the law enforcement agents that are working inside the jails um, to understand that if someone with Huntington's um, comes into the system, into their jail, that they really need to understand um, that they should be on a medical floor um, or they should not be in, in jail. They may need to be more in like a, a – uh, more of like a psychiatric facility. Um, jails aren't the safest place for someone with Huntington's as we all know. Um, they don't have a very good medical staff on hand um, and they they often don't even give medications that are needed to our patients. So um, we kind of went over that a little bit that if they do have to stay in the jail that they definitely should be on a medical floor where they have nurses available to them and to make sure that they stay on their medications. Um, so that was that was kind of um, kind of cool to, to hit that um, geographic too that we really don't hit as often.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I, I don't think that most people think about that. Um, you know, we always think about out in town and stuff like that. But you're right. That's a a population of law enforcement that really need to know about it. Absolutely.
2: And, you know, sometimes when they're in the the jail system before, like, uh, they go through their trial or they get their sentencing or they're just doing a below two year um, kind of sentence, they actually stay within the jails. So they won't go into, like, the prison system. Um, A general population will be in the jail. Like, let's say it's like DUIs or something like that that has a lower time um, of a sentencing. They will stay in the jail system opposed to going into the prison system. Um, and then awaiting trials and things like that. So sometimes people are in the jails for a year or two. They're in for a very long period of time. And so um, that's why it's so important to educate them that if they get someone in hun- with Huntington's in their jail, that, that this is a this may be a long period of time. Unfortunately, we would definitely rather them not be there um, and getting proper care. But if they do end up there, that um, it may be a very long time to go out without medication. As we know with HD, it's not good to go twenty four hours without medication, let alone months of families having to fight it so um, yeah,
0: unfortunately I'm curious they they if they had the um, jail, well, I'm curious if they had any suggestions on how we could reach a population like that better um, you know if 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 there's a way to reach out to you know a local sheriff to to go in and talk with those law enforcement that are in the jail.
2: Yeah. So that's what, that's part of their CIT training. So, so the training of the officers that are in the jail, they have to go through the same advanced officer training as they do if they're on the streets. So it's the exact same, um, annual training that they have to go through. So, um, they'll get this training as well as the ones that are on patrol. um, so that that's the good news. The only people that we would want to reach a little bit more would be the nursing staff at the jails. Um, and so typically, like, if your loved one is incarcerated and they are in this system, you definitely, when you reach out to the jail, you don't necessarily want to talk to an officer. You actually want to talk to the nursing staff and let them know exactly what's going on with your loved one and what medications they are on and things like that. Um, because chances are if they're not on a medical floor, you want them to be put on a medical floor so they get better care
0: so the jails have medical floors they do mm-hmm.
2: yeah, they do have medical floors, and they um and there is a nurse that's on staff at all times on the medical floors but um you know w- w- are we appropriate for those floors? No, really, um our loved ones should be more in like a um like a Uh, mental health facility um, where they're actually they have doctors and psychiatrists and and things like that not in a general population jail where they are they are kind of um, a target if you think about it Um, so I think obviously we advocate for them not to stay in the jail but if they do they they definitely need to be on the medical floor
0: yeah, and I think, unfortunately, it happens more than we think about um, mm-hmm. staying in the jail rather than being transferred to a mental health facility mm-hmm. um, just mm-hmm. because of how the system works. So I, I think okay. that's such a great point. I think it's amazing, too, that you were able to um, to reach so many um, and, mm-hmm. you know, learn about this because it was something that I didn't even think about.
2: Yeah, and it was that—that's what was really great uh, about being at the sheriff's, the NSA, um, and and then you know the IACP, the National Chief of Police Association, the International Chief of Police, Police Association, all these meetings we have done in the past, and then local law enforcement um, meetings are—they are, have great impact. But this just kind of reached a little bit further, um, and so it was—it was nice to be a part of it. And I think it's definitely a meeting that we are going to want to continue um, to go to and educate. Um, because, you know, there's always going to be new people as it, because it travels for different states each year. So um, like, for instance, this one had a lot of people from like the Phoenix area and then surrounding states, but like going over to the East coast, there wasn't as many because it was a long way to travel. Um, So as it moves from state to state, we definitely are going to try to move with it um, so we can reach uh, as many departments as we can. And The interesting thing is the sheriffs are counties. So when you think about like how small a county could be, like a state could have hundreds of counties within it. So, um, you know, there's a lot of, places that we need to reach still and educate uh, the cool thing is is i can't even tell you how many people were like so listening they were looking at the brochures they were reading about it they said i'm going to give this to my training officer i'm going to make sure it's in our you know the icit training we're going to make sure it's in our advanced officer training so many of them told us that they were going to make it mandatory because now with a law enforcement training they they make them watch it on the computer and it shows them that they're they're superior which would be the sheriff that they watch the education video so they said we want to get a lot of them said they were going to get it onto their um, education portal, which would make it mandatory for all their officers to have to watch. And the cool thing oh, is that the would reason be amazing. Why they're willing, yeah and the reason why they're willing to do that is because we were smart when we created these videos and these videos are only about 15 minutes long and obviously we can go for hours and hours talking about HD but we really can only get into these training offices these training um courses if we're about 15 to 20 minutes after that they won't let us in because it's too long so at least we give them um a a, a little bit of information about hd and then hopefully they reach out for more if they need it because they do have all of our contact information uh, within those training videos so well
0: that's absolutely amazing where's next year
2: We, you know what? It's so funny you say that because I don't know. I do know that um, Louisiana is the IACP this year and we are looking into that. So we did not book that this year because unfortunately, because of COVID, people are taking it a little bit, um, uh, taking it uh, not as many people to attend uh, their meetings. But it's like this kind of like little end of the year. Yes, we are going to push one more time. Um, Katrina Hamill and I just booked um, the narcotics annual meeting, um, and that will be held in Nevada. And um, we will be going to that in November, and we will be exhibiting. And this is all of law enforcement agents that deal with narcotics units. And what we want, our goal in this is two goals. One is to understand that, people with hd are not always drunk or on drugs or doing this like they are accused of being when they're wrongfully accused and if they are on narcotics they need to be right they have to be it's 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 prescribed by their doctors and um and they're not this isn't this isn't anything that they're dealing with that is um it's a terminal illness and they need to be on the proper medications for quality of life and they should be respected for having you know they should be shown respect and empathy so that is our goal for this meeting (laughs) um we always have our different goals as we go to different areas on what we want to achieve but really um kind of a a greater knowledge of Huntington's disease and um and if they are on narcotics why they have to be
0: and so when is that one
2: so that one's in november november yeah
0: Wow, that's awesome that, in that you guys were able yeah. to get into that, and um, I'm sure that is going to be so interesting to see all law enforcement there, all the agencies, and talk with them. Yes, and we also found out the FDA will be there um, and some other agencies, um, um,
2: and so it'll be good to make contact with them as well. And um, It's always nice <laughs> yes. when we're able to cross paths with others. Um but yeah, so so that that'll be good. So yeah, no, I think it was a huge success, and I and I really um, uh, the one thing I will I, I don't I know we don't have enough time for me to go through. I just want to name some states real quick and then tell you guys kind of where to go from there, and then we can we can wrap the show. But um, to let you guys know, we hit at this meeting: Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana. Um, Uh, lots of places in Indiana. Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, um, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Nebraska, Missouri, Nevada, uh, New Mexico, New York, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Ohio, uh, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and Wisconsin. So, just because we i said that state it doesn't mean that we actually reached your county so what um yesterday i had london who is head of our social media actually post um on facebook all of these these places listed with the county that we reached that means that these places we have talked to a sheriff and we have given them the training video so they have it within their department now as an HD family, if you live in these counties or the surrounding counties, if you please will reach out to your law enforcement, your sheriff's department, and say that you know that Help for HD International, they met um, the sheriff at the NSA, and they were given education materials. And if they could please, if they have any questions, please reach out to you. And um, also that you, there's an HD family living in their area, and um and so, please know that there is a Huntington's disease family that may need help sometimes, and and get on their radar. That way, if there is a crisis, um, they will come in knowing your family, and um, hopefully show your loved one empathy and respect, and and help
0: uh, the situation the best way they can. Absolutely, I think that's amazing how many states um, were hit. You know, and like you yeah. said, you're going to a whole other type of conference for law enforcement which is going to be a, a a different group of um of law enforcement like they're they think differently um, because of what they deal yep. with so it's so great that you're going to be going to that um and that we're hit that you're hitting so many different types um of the of the law enforcement and ultimately you know first responders, um, which was the goal yeah. as well yeah. with with our um with our training. So, um that's amazing.
2: Yeah. And you know, it's interesting too, like when you put a face to it and like this one this one, obviously there are three women, me, Katrina Hamill and Terry Tempkin, we're all there and we're all standing behind this and we're educating and this guy came up and he said, Oh, Huntington's disease and he was he was kinda he was kinda cocky and he said, Oh, I have a guy with Huntington's in my area and it's crazy and he was trying to like and we literally shut him down so quick, and I felt really i mean I felt bad for him because there are other people around, but he got educated very fast and um and especially me saying, you know my husband passed away from Huntington's, and he was a sheriff. He dedicated his whole life to his sheriff's department. so these are very good people that got sick, and um don't you really shouldn't disrespect them like that. <laughs> um, but anyways, he learned, right? He learned and uh, right. and he walked away and he was better when he walked away. Like he was, he, you could tell he went, oh man, you know, um, maybe I need to, maybe I need to go back and, and educate. Cause um, this man was in their jail. So.
0: Well, and, and Katie, the reason that you're so good for this um, is because of, of your husband and first you know, your experiences, firsthand experiences that you have with him. Um, So when you go in there and you say, well, my husband actually was part of a group like you, um, you Mm -hmm. know, they start listening and because you have the firsthand knowledge and experience. So it's really, really good that you are going to these and, and really bringing awareness. Yeah, it's
2: interesting too. Um, you know, they, they I was referred to as a widow um, more than I wanted to be at this at this um, conference because, um, you know, I'm a sheriff. Um, uh, I'm a widow of a, of a of a sheriff, and so it was really interesting because this is actually the very first meeting that I have attended. Sorry, I have a little summer cold. Um, with, since Mike has passed away, and um, it was really interesting that um, it. it it's kind of my two worlds coming together because I was always a sheriff's wife. Um, cause the sheriff's department was in our life before HD was. And, um, and then I, I was a wife of an amazing man that, that battled HD for 14 years and passed away. So it really is my two worlds colliding when I go to these things. And, um, and I think, you know, knowing that Mike was a sheriff and he is a past, you know, and he's a, he is a deceased sheriff. Um, they definitely, they definitely listen and, um, and if that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. But um, I, I'm glad that they take the time to listen and learn more about HD for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely! I think it's a I think it's a great thing, and I can't wait to hear how the other conference goes in November. Um, I think you're going to have some great stories from that conference. Yes, I'm sure. I am sure. But yeah, so
2: for sure, you guys check out Facebook, check out the website, check out everything where we, these states are listed, um, because. If your state, if your county is on here, um please reach out and let them know. You know, they that they um they did receive an education um packet and let's follow up and let's get in all of this my, my dream would be uh H D and all CIT and advanced training officer um programs because they need to learn more about H D and we all know that. Yes. Yes we do.
0: Well, thank you for coming on as a as a guest yeah. today. I know it's probably different since you um, you're used to hosting, but I really appreciate you sharing all the information about the conference. And um, it actually gives me a little bit of hope on you know future experiences with law enforcement um, that that you had such a good response. Yeah, and we're here, you know. So if
2: if you guys have a run in with law enforcement and You want us to get in there and call the department or if your loved one is in the jail system and you need our help to advocate and talk to that nursing staff side by side with you, you know, uh, Vicki Owen is awesome. She heads up the Law Enforcement Education Program. You can get a hold of her at Vicki, V-I-C-K-I, at Help4HD.org. If you need us, we're here. And Vicki answers, you know, emails and calls day and night and Um, Please know that we do have a program, and you don't have to be alone in it, and we will back you and stand by your side through anything you need when it comes to law enforcement versus responder training.
0: Awesome. Do you have any other uh, final thoughts, updates for us that we need to know about? I think that's it. Except for everyone, go to
2: www.helpforhg.org and register for August 7th type. It is virtual. It is We Are the HD Community. Um, we saw the couple of swag boxes uh, that are left to go out um, that aren't addressed yet. Um, the first 200 people get swag boxes. There's lots of giveaways. There's great speakers. Um, so join us on August 7th. And if you're in the Florida area or surrounding, join us for a symposium um, in Orlando, Florida on October 15th and 16th. And we have crazy fun night events. Uh, we have our going back to the seventies event and everything's going to be seventies and there's going to be a DJ and photo booth, And then we're going to do roaring into the twenties Saturday night. We have a live swing band coming and we have really great talks and, um, the very first ever JHD symposium that will be going on concurrently. And so if you are a JHD family, please come and join us. Um, if you can make it and uh, give us a call if you need any help, because, uh, we we want to or at least watch it virtually because uh, this is the first ever so um, it's huge. We're excited to be able yeah. to um, offer it to the families.
0: Yeah, my goal is to be there. I'm going to try to figure out how I'm going to get two toddlers in there, but um, yeah. we'll, we'll see if that happens. But well, my goal is to all, to be there. Yes, uh, and unfortunately, I, 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 Odin you know, is Zoe not is. as calm as Zoe, so he would be running everywhere. <laughs> I was just going to say, Zoe,
2: we've packed her to events, and she's been great. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. She she was awesome. But, you know, Odin's a whole other story. He's um, a boy. He is wide open, (laughs) climbing on everything. Um, Very, very different. So I don't know how well I can handle both of them. But we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Yeah. Well, everybody take care, make sure to tune in um, next week for uh, a researcher coming on to talk about a genetic modifier to Huntington's disease, uh, FAN1, which is the genetic modifier. It's the other gene that actually plays a role in in Huntington's and um, affecting um, onset. So um, make sure to tune in for that. It's going to be a really great show. Katie, thank you again for coming on. Thank you, Lauren, for being
2: such an amazing host of Health for HD Live. I love all that you are doing. Um, I couldn't have handed it over to a better person, so thank you for all that you do for this program at Health for HD. Thank you. That
0: means a lot to me. And we will talk to everybody next week. Take care. Bye.